but it's in that challenge that you become the most creative person that you ever knew to be. Welcome to Baddies with Business. I'm your host, Maloran Hodge. Come with me on a journey as I create a space to chat with Black women about their aspirations, struggles, and learnings within business. Learn and grow as we talk about how being a baddie and business go hand in hand. So, baddie, tell me about yourself. Hi, my name is Tamika T. Stanley. I'm the founder of Effective New Creative Solutions, your all-inclusive personal development platform. That's awesome. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Mm, Well, that is the essence of me, um, is my business, Effective New Creative Solutions. It's been the space um, where all of my experiences up until this point, um, I breathed into the company. So just a little bit about, you know, who I am and, and how I got there. Um, I'm a Milwaukee, Wisconsin native, um, born and bred, um, went to school, um, at Whitefish Bay high school, like most people may not know, but, um, must be like, yeah, oh yeah. Okay. I know that high school. Um, but really, really good school. had a really great positive experience from there. Um, and then I had the wonderful opportunity to get a basketball scholarship and went to play basketball and I hated it. <laughs> I was miserable, <laughs> very, very miserable. Um, and it was at that point where I made a decision to come home and leave my scholarship that like adulting in real life and the whole, if you want to say baddie complex, uh, came into be. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was a pivotal point for me because like I said, going to, when you go to a really, really good school, it's not a matter of like you going to college, it's like where. So when you have classmates that are going to Yale and Duke and they're doing all these cool things and like all of your friends are away. Um, two of my friends are at HBCU. So it's like everybody's doing a thing and you're back home in your parents' house. It was mm-hmm. not glamorous. Um, and so it was a pivotal point for me to really get in tune with myself. Um, I had the opportunity to work with my dad. He, I was, he's like, Hey, my, my company's hiring. Do you want to work with us? And I'm like, God, I don't want to work with my dad. This is far <laughs> from glamorous being 18 years old. It's like, I'm supposed to be like on dorms, enjoying myself. And I'm back home, like trying to figure out what that next pivot was, but it was working at at the time, Humana, um, when they were building out a new product line, which was individual health insurance that was unheard of at the time, Mm -hmm. that I really learned business. I learned, I saw how companies pivot. I saw how companies, you know, made adjustments, how I was a temp at the time, how they grew from 10 people to having multiple offices all over the country, a growing, um, a growing product line. But then when I left, Um, to see that it had totally had to make another pivot because of Obamacare. And so it's kind of that ability to adapt, to change, to restructure, to say, you know what, I failed. Okay, this is where I'm at today. Hmm, I don't know if this is where I'll be three years from now Mm -hmm. that I will say that has really helped me be who I am today. So when I talk about effective new creative solutions and I say that as myself, um, my company didn't start off in personal development. It actually started um, with me, you know, being a vocalist in the city of Milwaukee, doing session work and being a a background vocal or doing, you know, opening acts um, for people who were looking for vocalists to maybe do Mm -hmm. backup and stuff like that. And so at the time I was looking to be shot for a record deal. 
And I remember a bass player that I knew um, who had been in the circuit for years, um, literally was just living off his royalties. Like that was his retirement. Mm -hmm. Um, He asked me, he said, are are you on a spec deal? Do you know what a spec deal is? And he was just breaking down the business. And I was like, wow, I don't know. I don't know anything. You know, I want to do this stuff, but I don't know if I want to be shopped on a record deal. I don't even know what I'm getting myself into. So I literally backed, backed out of that pivoted and said, well, you know what? I'm going to start my own business. So now when people hire me, I'll have my little work for hire invoices. You know, I'm going to have this little business. That's mm-hmm. how I had in my head. But it was the moment when I actually started handling business, especially as a woman, the, the whole, the, it changed. The, the call stopped coming in, the, the request for doing things because they could find somebody who didn't know the business that'll sign up and you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do whatever they needed them to do. So I said, okay, well, let me, let me try to, um, let me, let me rethink this. Well, I love music and I love being creative and I I understand a little bit about business. Well, let me, let me maybe do jingles and radio ads and voiceover. So I did that for a bit. Um, I eventually got laid off at Humana. Um, and at that, before, by, by the time I was laid off, I had worked my way up into corporate training, which was a wonderful experience because I had got a chance to be on projects and kind of saw that end of, um, of business. And so I started doing that. And then once they let me go, I was doing the little voiceovers and jingles. And then I decided I wanted to finish my undergrad. So I had finished up my two year, was still trying to decide about my undergrad, what what, does it, what direction I wanted to make. Mm-hmm. Finished my under, decided to declare in economics. And it was economics that I learned consulting. And I had this amazing professor who was in strategic, who my strategic management class that like told us how to like earn, be self-employed, like how to do contracts. Um, how much to charge for consulting. I mean, we, we did case studies of how businesses grew, yeah. the, the jargon, you know, when you're putting situational analysis, this is what you need. So that stuff was super, super fun to me. And at the time I was working for a nonprofit and I was doing like a little PR and like marketing on the side, as well as running their office, um, their new office. And so, um, when I told him like, Hey, I want to consult for you guys. Like, Hey, can you bring me on? They asked me for my two week notice that following Monday when I thought they were going to say, yeah, we're going to talk to the board and we'll get back to you. Mm. <laughs> so that was another pivot. So that with that pivot, I had another year left in finishing my undergrad, decided to finish my undergrad. And I went into consulting full fledged consulting, um, doing a lot of content writing. And then I kind of got into ghost writing I think um, I got to the largest contract I had had to date and mm-hmm. I was full. I was overwhelmed. I failed. And it was that failure that said, well, Tamika, who in all of this that you've gone through and in this full circle journey, what, ha- what has sustained you? Like, what are the, 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 the core principles that have kept you? And all of it stems back to me and personal development. And at any time mm-hmm. I had the opportunity to consult, work on a work uh, on a training at Humana, or if it was, you know, doing working for a nonprofit, there was always that thread that I always had in, in anything that I did. So I took time um, from 2018 up until this point now to redirect my company to not be just like this consulting company, but just a, a full-fledged personal development platform that really just talks about everyday issues that people can use in their everyday life. So that is the long story. That's who I am. I'm introducing myself. Forgive me. I just gave you a dissertation. 
I, Tamika, <laughs> you have been on a journey. Like, <laughs> I think that's amazing to hear because uh, I think about the first conversation we had and this piece around like the vocalist. And I was like, oh, she can sing and she did jingles. And then it brought up this place. And so it's just amazing um, just learning about people's story and those moments that sparked inspiration and was a catalyst for them getting into their venture. So I, I love your dissertation. It was great. So let's dig in. <laughs> <laughs> so along your journey into um, just expanding upon effective new creative solutions, what are some learnings that you've had? Um, I think that there's there's not one moment that defines you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's really a, like it's it's like a moving it's a moving target and it's a journey. And so I think that was the one thing that I realized that like. Oh, when I got, oh, when I got this contract or once I booked this or once I was able to seal this, it was like, I was always at this pinnacle. But then when I get there, I realized that there was something greater. And there was a, what I've recently learned. It's not that life is happening to you, but life is, is unfolding and you're in this unfolding. So when you get to this mountaintop, you realize there's another mountaintop that you're getting to or another plateau. So that was definitely one thing that, you know, it's not just one moment. Uh, the other thing is, is really taking my personal development seriously in the sense that it's one thing to speak it. It's one thing to like every morning post the motivational thing, you know, mm-hmm. every Monday to the world, but it's really like this, this intrinsic thing that I just, I am that I am. Um, so it's really getting in tune to fine tuning, you know, my lifestyle, um, fine tuning what I eat fine tuning what I think. Like I had a, a moment recently where, um, I, uh, I, so I come home every summer and I didn't share that story. So I live in Memphis, but I come home every summer up North Mm -hmm. to Milwaukee. And so, um, you know how it is. You just kind of need a few pieces, you know, you want to just shop around. And so it was a moment where I was with my mom and we were shopping And I think she, you know, I don't think I plan to be there a little longer than I think she was. And so as I'm trying stuff on, I'm like, just relax, just take your time. But it was at that moment where I had to own that I was having a little, some negative inner dialogue just about Mm -hmm. trying clothes on. And sometimes it's those little foxes that we don't want to deal with. Or we just like, oh, girl, you're making a big deal. Like, I really had to talk myself like, Tamika, you're fine. Everything's good. Just communicate to your mom. If she has to leave, no big deal. Look life goes on, catch Uber, she'll come pick you up. Like, don't worry, just be at ease. You know, it's this ongoing thing that you have to be okay with fine tuning. So for me, it is, you know, self-affirming myself. Uh, You know, if I hear that thought in my head, like, nope, we're not going to let that sit too long. We're going to talk that out. We're going to do a mind map. If I got 15 minutes to go run my mouth to my girlfriend or be texting for 15 minutes, I got 15 minutes to kind of do a mind map. Like, do I need to draw it out? Sometimes I draw. Yeah. Yes. Like a little kid, I do draw. Um, sometimes I, you know, make little flashcards, full disclosure of maybe things that I know that if I keep hearing it or it's coming up a lot, I may need to keep it in my pocket. So if I'm out in the day, I'll just pull it out. So I think that's the other thing, you know, that my personal development, um, is something that, um, I take not just as, um, not just because, you know, it sounds good. It's the, it's the new catchphrase, but I do try to fine tune and take, um, with, with much, uh, integrity, especially being someone who's in that space. And I think the last thing is just being okay with being okay, like being okay with where you're at. Um, 
being okay that you don't know. Um, I think that was something that that was a learning thing. Like, okay, you know what? I don't know this. You know what? Um, I'm in over my head. Mm -hmm. You know what? This is not what I thought it was. You know, that awareness piece to be like just acceptance. Um, And to know that, you know, it's okay. Like it's okay with being okay. And you don't have to feel like you have to PR your life. I think I struggled with that for a while um, because everybody's on social media. Everybody's talking about what they're doing and they're highlighting. And, you know, granted, you don't want to put your mess out on Facebook because everybody got their issues. But at the same time, I, I was starting to feel a little consumed at this expectation Mm -hmm. that I had to be and do what everybody else was doing on social media. I got to have, 50,000 followers to show that my business is doing well. And I got to have this on on paper and I got to show people what I've done to, you know, get to the next level. And so for me, I I think I had to own my own persona, but that really wasn't me and I'm okay. And like, what's for me and who's for me and who I need to connect with and what I need to share will be just enough. So, um, yeah, being definitely being present with that has also been an important piece for me. Yeah. So you named a couple of things. So I'm just going to repeat the gems that you dropped. The first one, um, not one moment, like it's not one moment that defines you. So Mm -hmm. don't let, don't sit and marinate on that thing because that's not defining you. It's actually not that thing that like life isn't happening to you, but it's unfolding. And so Mm -hmm. I really like how that's like this pivot of rethinking your mind and like these situations that you happen to be in. And maybe it's moving from this situation to this opportunity where you can think about how to move past that. Um, Right. I also like this fine tuning. And so I think that also speaks to this piece of um, not just sitting with where you are in that moment and this like negative thing that's happening. Just think about how you can process that through coloring or doodling or writing that idea down and then trying to like, okay, how can I move past this? How can I get to this place of healing to not like sit in that? So that's really powerful because I feel like more often than not something happens and then we just sit and we sulk in it and just let it consume Mm -hmm. us as opposed to thinking about how we can help us to grow into better mm-hmm. entrepreneurs and people. You're good, girl. You summarize real good. I need you in my life to summarize everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's, that's, that's what I heard. I just I pulled it together. Um, would love to know along your journey, what have been some challenges that you may have turned to opportunities and what have been some things that have just been downright hard as you're navigating through this world of being an entrepreneur, especially as a black woman? Oh, I think the I think the biggest thing is um, understanding that entrepreneurship is not always like glorious. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I my mother was she always had an Aesop fable for us. I swear, maybe she just knew that we needed like Aesop fables and just yeah. different things like that to like help us understand. But she always <laughs> would say about she was like, you know you know, we kind of bloom late. So, you know, you're going to have to keep it steady, you know, steady, you know, being, you know, the tortoise won the race, you know, we might be some tortoises. So just keep it steady. So I think, Uh you know, in all of that, like maybe when, again, the world is moving fast or you feel like you're not where you want to be or gosh, you know, no one else is doing what I do and you feel like a weirdo, you feel like an outcast. 
type of thing. Um, just keep it steady. So that, that I think has always been the challenge of, you know, not comparing, comparing myself to anybody, you know, being okay with that and, um, remaining persistent. And I think the, when I say the lifestyle of entrepreneurship, because, um, especially when you're maybe starting out, cause a lot of people start off in entrepreneurship, like in like a self-employment, you know, with contracts and personal services. And so, um, you know, for some people, you know, maybe they're working part-time or they're saying, Hey, I'm jumping all the way in. And I kind of did a little bit of both, but finally decided that I had to really just, my time was more valuable and I had to jump all the way in. And I think that sometimes it's the reality that like, you you don't you can't spend like you want to. You can't just go to Whole right. Foods and just have just 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 spend the afternoon. Oh, I'm gonna try this. Ooh, that's so healthy and it sounds good. <laughs> I'm gonna try this. You know, you don't have that luxury is a little different. And so, when in entrepreneurship, you have to consider your cash flow. So, you know, this is something that big companies deal with. Is something that small business deal with that persistent positive cash flow. So that will that will that will make you dig really really deep. That will make you be the most creative part. You you didn't realize how creative and innovative you was right until <laughs> you are in entrepreneurship and you realize what your cash flows are. Like you will realize, like man, I'm the Einstein. Like no, I'm the Thomas Edison. Like for real, because you have to get so creative. And I think. Yeah. Just being okay with that and getting to the other side when you're when it, when things are dark um, and you always come through, like you always come through. I've I've had moments where, like literally, things have just been like dry as a spell, and like I don't even do music like that, like you know formally. But mm-hmm. like a producer from years ago will call me like, "Hey, can you do this, this, and this for me? Send me them." I'm like, "Oh, thank you. Gosh, you just don't know. You came so on time. Like it right. always pulls through." So. It's just that that tenacity. So that has um, that is a challenge. So I think the first one was the whole you know the challenge of you know keeping it steady. Not mm-hmm. if, if everybody else is moving fast and you're maybe moving a step slower, just to remain persistent. Um, the other thing is that you know it's not always glamorous. You know that sometimes things are tight and you have to figure out what that is. But it's in that challenge that you become the most creative person that you ever knew to be, which again, builds your confidence. So when it happens again, you're like, I don't been here before. It's going to come through. Okay. Let me just sit with this. Right. And I would say the last third, like challenge, accepting failure and not being afraid of it, like literally accepting it. I think I shared with you previously that I had, you know, this contract was like the largest contract that I had to date with an amazing person. And I failed. Like I thought that this would have, I would have at least been able to get through the first year if we didn't renew after that perfectly fine, Mm -hmm. but only got to six months and it was failures on my part because I honestly, um, bidded too much that bidded for saying that I could do more than what was maybe realistic. And this had a lot of moving parts that I didn't, I wasn't mentally prepared for. So I failed. And so, um, just to be like so okay with that failure to, to like to hear myself say it to be at peace with it um was definitely a learning curve and so um that can be a challenge for you if you're somebody that you say you want to be in business but failure kind of can rub you you know so definitely it is a, something that you have to like be able to be okay with and rejection yeah. 
because mm-hmm. it's a it's a failure is somewhat of a form of rejection like what you thought was going to move forward um didn't and you were rejected you know i had a, i had a recent rejection that I, you know kind of was like i was super excited yeah had this proposal had everything mapped out they're like man you really presented it well but not interested thank you and by the way um you know, if you're interested, you know, this is our fee. And it was nothing uh, disrespectful, anything that they were saying, but mm-hmm. the enthusiasm I had about it. And I'm just like, all the bells and whistles. And it's like, yeah, thank you. Yeah, that's cool. I appreciate it. Nah, that's not where we're at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I had to, it took me a couple of days, but I got over it. Yeah. Know? It happens. It, it happens. Did. Yeah. And there's always going to be new rejections and new levels, you know? new levels, maybe a rejection 10 years ago, don't rub you the wrong, you know, you're fine, but it might be something new that, you know, that's really pulling on you. So I would say that's the third one. Yeah. And I think in the failure and rejections, it's not about the moment of falling down. It's like how you're getting back up, what you're learning from that. Maybe it's not the whistles next time. Maybe it's just the bells and you hold (laughs) the whistles until after you get that contract. But um, you know what? And it was really yeah. just merely it was merely a proposal. I was just pitching an idea uh-huh. to somebody else because I assumed that their brand was this and it was speaking in this way. And they basically had to politely put me in my place and warm, warmly accepted it because it gave me understanding and a better lens about their brand. Like, no, that's not where we're going. That's not what we're doing. Thank yeah. you. But no, thank you. Did you want to do this? And I was like, oh, no. They're like, oh, okay, well, thank you. If, if you if you want to, here's our fee and have a great day. Yeah. But it was such a good learning experience and I'm so grateful for it because um, it just reminded me that, you know, it's just business, you know, it's just conversation, you know. Oh, you like ice cream? No, nah, I actually like custard. You know, I'm from Wisconsin. We do custard here. Um, <laughs> no, don't. You know what I'm saying? That's That that was basically the conversation. I was pitching ice cream and they're like, oh, we good. You know, we aim for uh, custard. By the way, we do turtle Sundays. They cost this much if you, right. really, you know, if you, want a t- if you want a Sunday too, you know. But it was cool, you know, and um, like I said, just grateful for it. I definitely can see challenges totally different than maybe 10 years ago. Yeah. And I think you speak to something powerful where you may not be the right flavor for all people. So you talked about how you went in with this assumption of like, I thought they did this. So I'm trying to like give them all these things and all these toppings, but actually they wanted something else. And it's totally different. I think it's also powerful and okay to just name like, oh, this is my niche. This is where I, I have expertise. I'm flexible on a few things, but like, this is what I stick to. And mm-hmm. um, I think that's really powerful because more often than not, we try to like bend over backwards for things that aren't like our area of expertise, as opposed to like, maybe I'm not the best person. Let me tap this person over here. Or have you thought about this person? Or I'm not quite there yet, but maybe the next person. So I think that's really powerful that you brought in that piece around those assumptions that kind of came in as well. Yeah, most definitely. I am. Um, yeah. I, you, you, I mean, you hit on a great word, you know, niche, you know, finding your niche and understanding what it is. And sometimes it, you know, it takes time and it, it's a little trial and error and it's a little few yeses and a few no's yeah. for you to find, find out what that is. So great point. Love it. Um, what words of advice would you give um, to baddies? So think about the Tamika, you know, in 2016, if she's listening right now, what are some words of advice <laughs> you give her? You are, you are a baddie because you're breathing. 
you know, <laughs> say that again, Tamika. Say that again. You're a baddie because you're breathing. Like you, you didn't become a baddie when you filed the LLC. Right. You didn't become a baddie when you sold your first product. You didn't become a baddie when you got your first PR pub. You've been a baddie from birth. Just walk into it. Just love it. You live each day in the awe of just who you are. Like if there's anything I could tell the young Tamika in, or any uh, bad, you, you're a baddie because you're breathing. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I don't need to sum that up. That was great, Tamika. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. So on Baddies with Business, um, we like to manifest things. We, meaning me and the baddie. I want to manifest things for you. So if you think about effective new creative solutions in two to three years, I would love to know where do you hope it'll be and where would you like it to be? And how can the community of baddies help you get there starting from the time we listen to this episode? Well, two to three years from now, I look to be um, an all-inclusive platform. Really, that's targeting targeting people um, with affordable personal development resources that have been scaled to a place where we're on universities, we're working with organizations, and we really have a more in, um, expanded marketplace with more tools and resources. So how people can help make that happen is go to the website www.enc.solutions. We've just launched our first, uh, if you want to say, product line called Foundations for Success and their affordable eBooks, all $4.99 or less um, to help you cultivate the person that you're looking to become two to three years from now. That is amazing. So help, you know, we got to get these eBooks out there, read the eBooks, share the eBook. Put, put them out there, friends. I love it. Um, so do you have any closing baddie business tips that you want to leave us with today? Yes. Go, faith, go forward in faith. Faith is by doing. Remain persistent. Never forget that you are a baddie just by breathing. And just breathe when you have to. Follow me at ENC The Light Bulb. We love you. And thank you. Baddies, friends, thank you for joining another episode of Baddies with Business. For more details about today's feature baddie, check out the episode description box. I have included her um, social media accounts and also ways that you can stay up to date on all things Baddies with Business. If you're a baddie with a business or aspiring business and want to chat, I want to hear from you you can contact me at baddieswithbusiness at gmail.com. If you want to support Baddies with Business and join the growing community of friends, consider joining the Baddies with Business Patreon community. The link for that is also in the description box. In closing, here's a word from the Lord. Audrey Lord. When we speak, we are afraid our words will not be heard nor welcomed. But when we are silent, we are still afraid. So it is better to speak. Be bad. Be bold. Be a baddie.